Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. How are you doing? Oh, isn't it better to have a week where the energy is lifting? If that hasn't hit you yet, please know it is coming. Hasn't it been bloody awful? (laughs) And today I caught myself with a little bit of whimsy (laughs) walking on my dog walk through the autumn trees and I just thought, ah. And that's basically it. But it was really nice to have a moment of just thinking, ah, and not thinking, What am I doing wrong? What's going on? Feeling really negative, feeling really weighed down, feeling loads of resistance, just being. Never underestimate it. 
So I am talking to you today is Tuesday, this will be released on Thursday and I last week just demonstrated in one of my favourite venues in Tunbridge Wells, it is super cool, and in London for the first time. So Tunbridge Wells, I may have mentioned before, but it's one of my favourite venues because it's um, this big estate that was owned by this scientist guy who was doing experiments between sound and electricity and stuff and um, there, oh, there's this beautiful stage and all these fairy lights that you'll have seen if you follow me on social media it just looks stunning but it's also got this kind of um, crackly energy in the air it's such an interesting place to be and it's got a giant organ that's what she said no it's got a, it has got an actual giant pipe organ um which i went over this time to have a look to see if i could play a note on it but there isn't and uh, that it was all locked up and poor amanda has to put up with me because as soon as i see an organ i start doing um do 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 from Phantom of the Opera and she did just put up with me doing organ impressions all evening which I'm sure was not good fun for her but was very much fun for me and just a really lovely audience and there was something magical about that audience because everybody was very um interactive so it was really nice when you gave a piece of evidence and somebody would say that's his name or that's how how they died or that's right because of this or that's relevant because of that so it wasn't just yeses and nos or nods or head shakes it was actually a little bit more of the story of the spirit which was really great fun now, if you're one of my students and you hear me say that, you're going to say, hang on a minute, McIntyre. This week, when you were teaching us, you said that we should only say yes, no, maybe, don't know. And I do stand by that. But the difference is I can hold my power and build my power more quickly. Not because I'm any better than you, just because I've had more practice. But because I've had more practice, I am able to... Um, build my power that much more quickly so if somebody speaks a sentence back to me or a few sentences back to me or a paragraph back to me I can build my power again really quickly when you are first starting mediumship and learning to do that blend with the spirit it can be uh, a pain when you've got a sitter that keeps t telling you stuff Number one, because they might tell you something that you're working towards and building towards, but also because it makes it very stop-start and that can have a really detrimental effect to your mediumship. So if you are a sitter for anybody, just as a reminder, yes, no, maybe, don't know, you can give back more information at the end. So that was really fun and then Amanda and I went to London. Now it may not have been a profitable event but it was a good one. And I am so grateful uh, to those of you that traveled to see me. What, um, what an amazing thing. I, c I really can't believe it. And what a great venue. And it was just really, really, really good fun. 
and because it was good fun and there was this buzzy energy and everyone was really engaging and up for it and good you know good vibes so when this the, the first half just flew by and for the first time ever ladies and gents i had a green room it was bloody freezing <laughs> and a little depressing but a green room nonetheless and i had my own toilet i know how the other half live yes it did have a hole in the window from which cold air was pouring in but it was my own toilet which is just you know the dizzy heights that i have hit in my life <laughs> anyway so i did the first half and that all went really well went uh went for the break because i'd had i would have kept going but we had pre-booked times at the bar so um, I knew that I couldn't carry on. Anyway, I'm on the toilet. And I don't know if you find this, but I find that evidential mediumship in particular makes me incredibly thirsty. I think it's partly to, to do with being nervous and dry th throat, but I also seem to think there's something physiological, physiological that happens to me when I'm doing mediumship that makes me more thirsty. So I, um, I've been drinking quite a lot and sorry, too much information alert, but I, um, I'm, I'm doing quite a big wee on the toilet and this lady steps forward from the spirit world. Now, if you've listened to me for a long time, you will know that I don't believe that spirit often approach you when you are not looking for a communication. There will be moments that they do, but it's not as regular as some of the social media mediums would like you to believe. For me, it has only happened twice before. This is my third time. And this lady came up to me and she said, I need you please to speak to my granddaughter who's in the audience um, and she said or oh, I felt you know because she's not really talking to me we've discussed this language is a problem but I just want to make that clear but I felt like she had dementia she'd been put in a home the family were really upset about it and towards the end of her life she couldn't recognize anybody and that caused real upset so I sort of thought okay this this is weird excuse me while i flush um but i also thought okay i said to her i'm not entirely comfortable um with this i don't know if this is because i've expanded my energy too wide and i'm now picking up on spirits that i shouldn't be or if this is you really deciding this is important so what i'm going to do is i'm going to forget about you for now and i'm going to go and talk to people in the audience and and mingle loiter whatever you want to call it and um if you want me to do a communication with you will you please come back when i'm on stage in the second half and i just left it because this is the weird thing about mediumship isn't it sometimes you feel like you're making it up sometimes you're just not sure i wasn't sure if it was my imagination if there really was a spirit there but she's just you know a spirit that's come in with somebody and i'm still too open and reaching for it when i shouldn't be anymore or if there was a real divine purpose so i went out in the audience now this is really important for me because those of you that have done platform will probably know this but when you are demonstrating it's really hard to tell if you're doing a good job or not you can tell in the sense of 
you're getting responses and your spirits are being taken but it's not easy to tell if people are if if it's looking good enough from an audience's point of view when you're the one that's doing it you just aren't sure now there are moments that i have had where i have known that it's been really really good but in honesty that normally happens for me in the second half where i'm doing spirit guide readings and it's just a bit more of an easier energy for me to sit in take from that what you will but i always have this thing where i just have no idea how i'm doing and so i always rely on amanda to tell me the truth because she does she will say really really good or was a difficult night tonight she won't go that was utter shit McIntyre what was that but she will let me know that it's it is a hard night it's not really landing and so I trust her so I had just had no idea how I was doing and I turned to her and I was like is it good enough because you can't really remember you can't remember the evidence you've given you can't remember really what you've said you can kind of get the gist of it but it is like waking up and trying to remember a dream so I, I said to Amanda, oh, this is terrible, isn't it? It's a bad night. And she was like, what? No, it's really good. Is it? And then when I'd finished in the loo and I went out into the audience, um, people were telling me it was good and that just made me feel a bit better. <laughs> ego, ego, ego. Anyway, so I get back on the stage for the second half. And in the second half in my events, people submit questions for their spirit guides about their life and I pull cards and we answer their questions and get their advice and their guidance and I really like it it's something different that you don't see a lot of mediums do in fact I've never seen another medium do that on platform but also it opens people up to um, the different energies that they can work with most people I think uh, use their loved ones in spirit is like a gateway drug. It's a little bit of a soft marijuana side sort of stance. And then, you know, that's the start of it. And then you move into spirit guides and all of the other crazy things that they are through that gateway drug. <laughs> and that is how it normally works. If you came to it differently, fabo. But that is certainly how I got involved in this was somebody bringing my grandfather through. And that's how it works for a lot of people. We just think about our loved ones that we have known in this physical lifetime and what they want to say and forget about our team of helpers and guides. So I always do that. And uh, I was doing my spirit guide intro and you can guess what happened. The grandmother stepped forward and went, excuse me. And, okay, sorry, I so forgot. So I, for the first time ever, had to address the audience and say, I have got this lady who came to me when I was on the toilet a minute ago. And she just wants to get a message to her granddaughter. And we got it with the right recipient and all of the information she gave could be taken. But I just thought that was rather cool. And I can now say that that has happened to me three times instead of two, which is also rather cool. Um, yeah, and I always think there, there's something kind of magical about spirit stepping forward that way without you reaching for it. And you have to have so many things aligned because spirit in their infinite wisdom know that the sitter is in a good place to be able to receive a message from them. They know that you are open enough to be able to receive that message that they can not take away the free will 
but it doesn't have to be this this sort of process of consent that it normally is so i loved it and i hope you like that story too i thought it was cool anyway on the way home amanda and i ended up getting the late train out of london i think it was 25 to 12. it's always an interesting train journey in that scenario because most of the people who are on the train are incredibly drunk and we had this young girl who was incredibly drunk i didn't see her get on i mean i saw her get on but i didn't realize how drunk she was um until she got up from her seat walked to near the doors and vomited everywhere and um probably a gross story for you all but i'm just i have always been pretty good with vomit doesn't really bother me um I am the assigned vomit cleaner up in our house. It's just one of those things. If you cut yourself, I will faint. If you puke, I'm your girl. I'm fine. But because I had gone through demonstrating that night, my energy was very open. And so, and she looked younger. She looked like the same age as my daughter. I think she was older than that, but she looked like a 14 year old and she was on her own and it just really impacted me i really wanted to help her but i had to move away because she did not stop puking all over the floor and it was everywhere and it was making i was going oh, and i said to amanda oh we gotta get out oh we gotta get out of here so we <clears throat> i'm choking now on my own vomit impression <clears throat> so we did we changed carriages and it really bothered me and it has really bothered me every day since because I just keep thinking about her and hoping she got home safe. It was such a vulnerable position to be in. I felt so sorry for her because it's so shameful. Ironically, at the other end of the carriage, if she'd just gone in a different direction, she'd have reached the toilets. And it, was, it really impacted me. I went home and cried because I just could not overcome the, the two metres of vomit that was all the way around her to go to her and offer her some water. And I felt really responsible and really um, cross with myself that I couldn't overcome that. And then I kept having that thing. You know when you've had an argument with somebody and you, you forget and then you remember and it's like you've swallowed a stone? I kept having that like something really bad had happened on in my demonstration from London and then realising that I hadn't done anything wrong and it was just the memory of that poor girl at the end of the night. And I'm not telling you this because it's a gross story, I'm telling you this because it's something really I need to be aware of after I demonstrate and if you're a demonstrating medium it's something you need to be aware of too. I am not sure that I am energetically able to get public transport at that time of night when everybody's in a bit of a low vibe space because most of them are drunk um, after a dem again. I'm not sure I can actually put myself through that. It had way too much uh, impact on me. And yeah, boundaries are important, but I think I was just vibing really high from doing this dem that had gone really well. I'd made someone snort laugh. It had been really, really good fun and really good evidence and everything that you wanted them to be so i've been really flying a really high vibration and then just plummeting down into 
really low and it had a massive impact on me and I had to work on that. So just something to think about as we navigate this crazy world that we're in. And again, I just want to send out my thanks to those of you that have messaged about alignment, the alignment podcasts and um, all of that. It's really, I was talking to my husband uh, this morning and actually one of my friends this afternoon about this portrayal of success and what a difficult thing it is for us all to navigate because the law of attraction teachings as we know are speak it into existence believe it is yours and act as if it is already with you and it will arrive and planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So I can understand people wanting to say that they're having a really good time when actually they're not but I have to be honest and say it shocked me how many people have messaged and said thank god you said that because if I everybody thinks that everybody else is doing better than they are everybody else thinks that they are the one wheel that is not turning the one cog in the machine that isn't working and that's a real problem it's a real problem. If we are looking out there and thinking that we are getting it so very wrong when it is just the way that it is. It's like that. And that's the way it is. Oh. So thank you for your messages. Thank you for you guys letting me know that I'm not doing it wrong. And we'll just keep on keeping on. Feels a bit easier now, doesn't it? Now that bloody energy's lifted. Hallelujah. So, I also have signed a publishing deal. Woohoo! It is a hybrid publishing deal. So, I am paying money towards getting my book published. Not a huge amount of money, not as much as some of the uh, hybrid publishers were offering me, uh, asking for. Um, but, but enough. But the most important part is that I get to keep my rights. And some of you will be listening to this and saying, oh, well, you know, as soon as you surrendered, look what happened. But I've got to be honest and tell you, I was aware of this publisher quite some time ago, at least six months ago, possibly more. But I really had my heart set on a, a bigger, flashier one. I also was very set on the whole idea of... Um, not losing the rights to my um, my work. So 
it's I think it's the best way forward for now so we're just putting final touches to the edits and designing the back cover and hopefully it will be out um, in a reasonable amount of time so watch this space I want to thank those of you while we're talking about honesty Magdalena in the last podcast but um, also some other people who told me their publishing traumas because you really have helped me understand what I need and I think that has been the process that I have needed to go through so um, to the lady and I won't say who you are but the lady that told me about their publishing deal where their publisher after so many years got somebody else to rewrite their stories and um, just sent them a message and said just to let you know we've done this you're not going to get any payment for it um, because we own the rights um, to the people that went into some of the big publishers that I was after who just got chewed up like a piece of gum and spat out um, Magdalena's story and also really I guess spirit talking to me and telling me that it has to be me it has to be my voice and I think this is part of the problem that I've had with the book is that it's not really like anything else that's out there um, I'm not telling you the story of how I was aware of spirit because I'm gifted from when I was a child uh, it's the what I believe is the science for want of a better expression of how mediumship works it's all the stuff we talk about on the body and that has to be just like this podcast is my authentic voice and not shifted through an editor's perspective who doesn't understand how spirit works so I think this is going to be the best outcome I hope it is I'm so far invested in it it's very hard to get a clear read but I'm hopeful and you know me if it all goes tits up I will let you know <laughs> um, so we will see we will see what happens but I'm excited because I've got other books I want to write um, I'm excited to be setting this one free so that I can get back into creating again that's a massive thing for me so there we go movement but right now peace and I'm so grateful for that now, I just sort of touched on it when I was talking, but I wanted to talk today to you guys um, a little bit of a reminder, really, that nobody really knows with mediumship. All it is, is opinion. And it's really important to remember that. And I know as I'm saying this, it probably sounds obvious. But Spirit have been talking to me about this quite a lot recently. And we have to remember with every teaching that we have from Spirit, the, what we are able to receive is limited by our um, awareness, our blend with the Spirit world, our own understanding. You, you can't just download everything that ever was and everything that ever will be into this physical form we would short circuit we'd hemorrhage our brains would pop it would be disgusting and we'd be gone and that sounds obvious until we start looking at all of these sort of recycled views 
that are used and used over time and presented as fact. And I think we have to be really careful as mediums and spiritual people that we aren't just recycling the same old information from the same old point of views when it is just somebody's opinion. Why is it with spirituality in particular, we have this thing that the that people who are preaching, talking, saying it, they know a fact and that is the way that it is and it is the only way that it is. There are so many different perspectives to energy, to frequency, to understanding. And I think that that is part of the problem. And I think this comes, I know I'm always banging on about religion, but I think this might partly come from religion with these, you know, sacred texts and Bibles and things like that, that we are feeling that things are almost predestined or written in stone and we're scared. We almost feel like it's disrespectful to explore it and find our own take on it. But what if your specific take and your specific journey for your specific soul is exactly what is needed to bring forward a new way of doing things. And just by you allowing yourself to do it in a different way and the way that you want to do it, you create a new path for so many other people. What if the way that you want to do it is the way that it could have always been done, but spirit needed you and your particular you-ness to make that a possibility? Why is that so hard for us to believe? Why do we need to be more special, more different? As I think I've mentioned, I know I've mentioned that I've been listening to Dolores Cannon, but I've just finished Jesus and the Essenes audible book. Bloody hell, that is a long book. Like, that has been a commitment. I did stop in the middle to listen to Britney Spears, but that's another story. I think I mentioned that, but finally finished it. But there's been some really interesting things coming up for that, like the teachings that Spirit wanted from Jesus's life. Now, obviously, you can't channel something that is completely beyond your experience. So we're always, I believe, we're always limited by our humanness. But one of the things that Sudi says through the lady that is past life regressed into this life of his is that the whole point of Jesus was that he was a human being. That was the whole point. The whole point was that he was there to show everybody what a good human being looked like. Not that he was the son of God, but that we are all a part of God and leading by example. And they say something in it, if you've listened to it, you'll know what I'm referring to, and this is not a direct quote, but like um, the worry is that man is gonna try and turn Jesus into a God and Mary into a God when they were just humans. 
And I, that really just resonates with me at this time and this space. We're all just trying so bloody hard, aren't we, to be better, different, but still within the respectful rules of what everybody else wants it to be. And I think there's a massively, there's a massive area that we can expand into, all of us, if we just let ourselves experiment, if we just let ourselves play, if we just say, okay, I was taught like that, but I'm going to try it differently and see how that works for me. And, and it, sometimes it will work and sometimes it won't, but it doesn't mean that it's spirit saying, don't do it. It just means that you need to experiment. Now, as you've heard on the podcast, human design keeps coming up and um, Amanda's been researching into it and she's been looking at mine. And one of the things with me is I only learn from the doing. You can tell me until you are purple, but I have to do it. And I know that that is sometimes an irritating trait when you're a friend of mine because you're like, don't do it like that. Don't do it like that. And I'm like, I've got to try. I've got to just give it a go. And it's quite a relief for me to know that that is why I'm the way that I am. I learn from the doing. So I have to let the things fail and fall and fall apart and go wrong. And it's not a punishment. It's just a learning. What could you learn just by trying? If you didn't take it as being disrespectful to the pioneers that have been before us, but you moved into this newness. So, opinions. That is all I am offering. And if you've listened to this podcast since the beginning, you will know that quite a few of my opinions that I would have told you were as close to fact as they could be, have changed. And that's important to understand. It's important to allow yourself, allow yourself the grace that you allow other people. No, none of us really know. None of us really know what is happening. I had a student once ask me what a soul looks like. We were discussing, and I want to do a whole podcast about souls and the soul's experience on earth and all of that. I know I've done one before, but they keep telling me I'm going to do an updated version. But in the meantime, if your soul is many parts and one part incarnates on earth in each of your physical forms, then when you return to spirit when when your physical form dies and the part of you that is eternal moves into the spirit world it then is no longer just that separate segment is it it's lots of segments it's the multifaceted brilliance of your soul and that student asked me if it wasn't slightly disingenuous that spirit then take on the form of who they used to be in that limited form for evidential mediumship. And I find that just a fascinating thing to think about because you have your, your ego reaction to that, you have your human reaction to that and you go, well, no, because we need to know, we need to know who it is, we need to prove it. And then you have to start thinking, well, why? 
And so I have a question for you all that I would like you to submit back to me. Send me a message on uh, Instagram, on Facebook, drop me an email to the podcast. But I really want to know, why do you think spirit do evidential mediumship or indeed any form of mediumship? What's it for? It's interesting, I think, to think about. What, you know, are they bothered? Do they want you to know? Because we come here for separation, do we not? <laughs> so we come here for separation, but not full separation, but just enough so that... Because otherwise, our physical forms would be built so that we could see spirit at the same time as we live the physical form, which is when you get people talking about Atlantis and um, all those lands and times and experiences and incarnations that were lost. I'm still a little on the fence with them, but as a theory, I do believe in other lives, other worlds, other dimensions. But the people of Atlantis, I believe, I think it was the Atlantis peeps, could see spirit with their physical eyes like we see each other. So do we believe that that's possible? Do we believe that that's only possible in certain circumstances? Do we believe that it's possible all the time? If we believe that it's possible only in circumstance, certain circumstances, who decrees that? The spirit world or the physical incarnate? Why do we come here for a life where we feel so separated from spirit? Where some people don't even believe that spirit exists? Where some people think that I am a charlatan making millions off the back of grief? And that's okay because that's the the contrast and that's okay I'm not here to convince anybody of anything but what do we think it's all about that's what I want to know I want to know what you think it's for and if you think that spirit want us to know that they are around and that evidential mediumship is key to that because it's proof of facts of somebody that you knew once upon that time why wouldn't the spirit just come and talk to the person directly? Is that to do with frequency? And why do some people choose to come here? Why do some souls come, choose to come here then and be disconnected? Etc, etc. Let me know your thoughts. I know it's a big question. I'm expecting some essays, but I've done a podcast before on the soul's journey. I'm going to be doing another one. I want to look into it. I'm also going to be doing ghosts. I also know that I still need to come back to trance um, and figure through that. And yeah, there's just so much I want to talk about. I don't think I have an interview for you next week. So be prepared for extra yabbage from me. And yeah, there we go. Podcast done. I hope that you've enjoyed it. Let me know what you think and I will catch up with you all again next week. Take care. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.